my friends, it's the 9th of January, and I'm just basically getting on to basically say we may have a delay in any more broadcasts. Things are heating up and we're in a storm. We're actually in the storm. And it's increasing. And things are getting wild. <laughs> like the wild wind. And you don't know if you're going to make it out. <laughs> it's begun. And, uh, most probably in the world know about the attempt of the anarchist, the Antifa people that stormed the Capitol and then they blamed it on the Trump supporters. It was a very well-devised plan. Um, but unfortunately, video caught caught them caught the in way they did it and um, so it's just the plan that's been going on for four four years it's just everything they do is they blame on Trump so um, it's just an onslaught of control and power that's going down and um, basically their agenda to take over the United States so to be able to cause America to fall and they've got to get rid of Trump (laughs) but you know they just don't understand God's behind Trump so they're not even fighting you know uh, they don't know what they're fighting. <laughs> they, they really don't know what they're fighting. Um, so, communications is the next phase, and things are going to be shut down. They've already started with the Twitter accounts. And now they're after the conservatives on all the people on Parler and probably many other things, YouTube, everything. I've noticed a very, very little activity on YouTube maybe a day ago. So things are not being put up. Uh, very little is being put up by conservatives. Um, they've gone to alternative sites, so now the plan is to shut down the alternative alternative sites. Uh, the ones that don't get monitored or such. So it's just purely a, a, a plan of evil <laughs> to the highest degree. Um, basically going against people's rights for freedom of speech 
and that's in our Constitution. So it's an onslaught against our Constitution. And, um, but, you know, this is all foreseen, and things were put out in in that aspect to allow us to know and um, it's it's just going down it's the plans are going down they're in route um, so um, podcasts and everything are going to be on a delay they're not going to be up there won't be any way to make them so um, just putting that out there for anyone that wants to listen to just um, I never thought I'd see it in my day but you know um, there were probably a lot of things I didn't want to see or didn't think I'd see so it's just another what they call bump in the road um, on life's journey and um, I'm going to stay close to the Lord as uh, you know we're seeing vengeance from our uh, Congress against Trump I mean insurmountable vengeance I mean they don't want him in there they don't want anything more to do because he's exposing things and he's exposing their wrongdoings and what they've had in place probably for 30, 40, 50 years I mean and um, it's uh, an interesting eye-opening factor um, to be able to see just looking back on my lifetime um, I was probably a a kid or a teenager when it all began and uh, you know you go through life and boom you're at retirement age and you now see all this um, and wonder geez it all started back when when I was a kid so it's been in a long process and now it's finally gotten to a point where um, it's all come out and and there's more to probably be seen and um it's not over yet it's uh, it's just begun I mean the fight and the aspect of them taking vengeance like they have they don't know God's word <laughs> they don't know God's word as the Lord says the vengeance is mine and his word <laughs> so they're they're like stepping over that and saying it's theirs. <laughs> so, 
um, I don't know. We're in for a, probably a, a big ride here for things to go the way of God. And, uh, and that's why Trump's in there. <laughs> that's why he's in there. He appoints those that will do what God wants. And he has. <laughs> he has. And um, he's done a miraculous job as far as bringing up our economy and everything. I mean, that's what he's good at. He's a builder. He's a businessman. He might not have the finesse of a politician, but, but um, you know, God chooses people that often don't have finesse <laughs> and um, that's just what God does <laughs> he knows who will be able to stay the course and Trump has stayed the course for four years and um, he's a fighter he's a he's a, a fighter and he loves this country just as much as the patriots love this country. And people come to this country because they want to have the freedoms. That's what it was built on its foundation. And it's just phenomenal that they want to knock it all down for their control and their agenda and what they want to do. And that's just not just for my, my country. They want a global reset so that they can have control. And um, you know, it's the kind of like the last stand. <laughs> you know? Because uh, we have our allies and we help and we're just not willing to give it away. We didn't in the Revolutionary War in this what made this country. So I can't see that it would be any less so and it keeps reminding me that we stand with Israel and we partner with Israel God's people and we're the Gentile nation. 
that God instructed Paul to preach to the Gentiles. So God brought in the Gentiles into the plan that he has. So, we're going to find out here real soon before real close to him coming back because if it is allowed for us to fall then we're really close <laughs> we're really close and if he doesn't fail then there's there's a another stay been given and uh, he's extended the time so we're really at the point of will we or won't we <laughs> and um, we have like what nine it's the ninth so we have um, 11 more days 11 more days before the inauguration of whoever's going to be. And uh, I said in my last podcast, God will come in in the last minute. He never goes on our timeline. It's never our timeline. It's never what we think. So, that's why He asks us to stand. That's why He asks us to wait upon him um, and believe and keep your focus on him because if you lose sight of him then you try to do it your own way and your own strength and it doesn't work And the lesson tonight that I went through, again about David, in uh, 1 Samuel, is that he lost sight of God. He got afraid, and he ran, and he couldn't get into that place of communing with the Lord. So he started making decisions on his own and he ended up going to um, the Edomite who was actually in there with um, Saul. But he was pretending to be liking Israelites, but they actually had hatred for Israelites because it came off of Esau and Jacob and all that, and they had great hatred for Israelites, but he was pretending. He was pretending 
And um, David went to him looking for food because he was hungry. So David lied (laughs) to get food. And yes, he was protecting himself. But this Edomite, um, I forget his name, he, he let Saul know that he, you know, saw David. And um, so David has to continue to flee. And he goes to the most unlikely place. He goes to Gath, where the Philistines are, the enemies of Israel, and he's carrying Goliath's sword. And he killed Goliath. And Goliath was the um, Philistines' champion. And so he walks right into the enemy camp and you know he's captured by by the Philistines and so he's thinking oh god what did I do what did I do you know and um, because of his own strength and and really not thinking straight and um, so that's what happens here he had spent all his days in the field with the flock and communing with God and writing poetry and worshiping and all that and close to God and gets anointed and he's running in fear and makes all kinds of wrong decisions and isn't in that good place with God and It takes him, while he's in captivity with the Philistines, to really, really um, think about what he's done and the choices he made. And so he begins writing again and writing psalms and he gets back with God. So, I think that's a very timely aspect of what we're doing right now. There have been many that aren't communing with God. And they're making their own decisions. And then you've got the enemy. And we're in the enemy's camp. And our Congress has gone wild. <laughs> they're, they're doing things that I would never have thought our representatives would have done. But many of them have been in there too long. 40, 50 years. And they've taken placement. And they want power. And they've been driven by money and globalists and uh, international interference and payoffs and 
all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's been a building of this, and there's things that are just not not right. And it's going against Constitution, and they want to take down the Constitution, and that's just... When you look at it, it can be very frightening. It can be very frightening to see something that you've lived with all your life and been proud of and proud to be American and you see all this happening and you're just going, what, what, what? And it's like David. He couldn't believe sometimes what he was in because he had been so close to God. But this is what happens when you're not. You're taking it in your own strength. And I think a lot of people in this country have taken things in their own strength. And when evil does that, then you have the power grab. And... It's playing out. It's playing out right before us. And we were instructed by many sources uh, I would kind of say privately and to prepare and get our stuff in order uh, because the next step is this communication break and we're going to not have those accesses any anymore for, for a bit. So I want to put it out there because I don't think many people know about it and um, I know these podcasts go out to the world, so um, it might be pretty shocking to the world, too. So we're just kind of waiting in that aspect, and we're waiting on the Lord. We're waiting on the next next step. And um, trying not to take our own next step where it would leave us in our own strength. And uh, and this is one reason why you need to stay close to the Lord, because He's not going to lead you astray. Your own strength will lead you astray. And um, that's what happened to David. And it took him a bit to get back. And, uh, but again, it was all training. It was all training. And, um, we're in training too. And, uh, there's going to be many a test in your life. And the best way to get through them is with the Lord. <laughs> um, not try to take control and um, 
It's hard t- sometimes because I sat on a, before this weekend started. I I just sat there kind of like, what's going on? What am I seeing? You know, almost almost numb because we've had so much freedom for so long, you know, and things are being not so and they're trying to take them away and uh, then to realize what to what extent has to happen is is just enormous for the mind to absorb that you just have to be with the Lord and calm your spirit down, calm your soul down to realize God is in control here, whether you see it or not, and have the faith and know that whatever comes next in this storm, He's going to see you through. And we're just at the beginning. And I believe that some of the patriots had put this out that it was red one and red two. It was many, 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 many months ago. And red one actually means when the president's Twitter account is canceled. So that's happened. So we're already into phase two, red two. And that's going to be where you won't hear from me (laughs) or anybody else. So I think it goes to red three, but I can't remember what that one was. Um, So we're going to, we're going to go into this. Um, not really knowing exactly what's going to happen but that's what our hope is all about (laughs) evidence not seen and you know that it will turn out in a good way that's about hope and faith and and not to lose the love, especially. Just not to lose the love for for God or for anyone else. So that would be the greatest focus you could have at this point. Is that you know that God's in charge. He's going to watch after you. And you keep focused in Him. In, in the word and in praying and praising him and he'll direct your path and I think that's very timely for now because we don't know what we're going into so I'll
give you some scriptures here that might help during this time. And um, you just have to keep the faith and make a stand and uh, calm our soul, calm our soul, master our soul, be um, aware that in these times our soul can go misaligned and we're seeing that all over the place with people who don't know God and people who do know God (laughs) and it's all about placement where you are with God so um, it's taken me a day in my own aspect to calm my soul and um, and I just have to keep reminding myself that it's not where I want to be I don't want my emotions in a rage or excited or frustrated or you know all that that can rule the rest of your soul rule your mind and your will so I want to stay with the Lord and so I have to focus more on the Lord to do that to know that what I don't know and what I don't see is okay because he's got it and to watch what I say because what you say will lead your soul (laughs) and um, it's a quite a challenge and um, you have to desire to take on that challenge to have some sanity when there's insanity going on (laughs) and um, nothing makes sense right is wrong and wrong is right (laughs) that's what's has been going on and um, it's a mind-boggling psychological thing and you have to just keep reminding yourself that God's right God is right and um, I hope this helps someone just being able to talk about it I know it helps me it keeps me able to sort out my my thoughts and my feelings and know that 
it's not me who's going to get me through it. (laughs) There's got to be something higher than myself that is. And uh, David had to realize that. He had taken a turn out of fear. And rightly so, somebody was chasing him to kill him. I mean, you know, so we can do some crazy things when we're under pressure and there's a pressure cooker in in our country right now. It's a, you know, that toggle on the pressure cooker's toggling. It's like, it almost seems like it's going to blow. And, um, so I'll get those scriptures. I wanted to say also before I go into that is that I've been noticing the last three podcasts that I have done, they've been without any gathering of information. There hasn't been a process where God has given me this piece or that piece or, you know, and then it builds until I have a podcast. That hasn't been how it's gone. I know within seconds that I have to do a podcast and it's off the fly. There's no notes. There's nothing. It's just... It's there. And that's came about suddenly so when I talked about suddenlies it's happening it's happening Um, and we're going in to even more suddenlies in the physical aspect and in the spiritual aspect and I've noticed that difference in the last three, three podcasts so The only notes that I've ever looked at are the notes from the lesson. And um, this is from Samuel 22 when David um, was running. And um, it it gives a great picture of what, what we're going through now as well. And um, the first scripture I want to give is Psalms 52. And um, it notes that that David meets dog. Dog, maybe it's dog, D-O-E-G. And he's an Edomite as well. And... um, It's denotes a um, person with disguise, not clean, imposters, and that's the Edomite he he went to for food, and we're we're seeing a lot of actions today of imposters in disguise in our Congress 
It's a characteristic. It's deceitful tongue. It says one thing, but it actually does another. And we're not only seeing it in our government, but also in big tech companies and corporations and things that all tie into the agenda of the globalists. So that's how it correlates. And then the other scripture, David is in Gath and uh, he's become the prisoner of the Philistines and that's when he begins to write again his psalms so psalms 56 is correlating when he was in captivity with with them and how he's basically speaking to his situation and he's speaking to God again and then the city is Akrish I believe it's pronounced that way well that means in in Hebrew the wine press and um We're all going through a wine press right now. Um, he did. And David basically had lost his spiritual senses. And he was trying to re reorganize himself with God. And, um, Because he realized he's been moving in the soulish realm, not in the spiritual realm with God. So when you're in that natural realm, you you don't have much connection with God. And that's the missing piece that he was having. Psalms 34 he writes after being in Gath in that experiences and he asked the Lord to deliver him from all his fears so when you're facing a situation that's fearful or bringing on that emotion because uncertainty can you need to ask the Lord to deliver you from all your fears. And I thought it was very interesting in the teaching. The um, question was asked, what got David to that point that he had to lie and then he went to Gath to be 
imprisoned. And um, it's in Samuel 20, verse 3, where he remarks to Jonathan, Saul's son, I'm one step between me and death. And so it shows that our words are powerful and can actually influence our soul because he was so fearful at that point. And that led him into the misgivings of making those decisions. So I thought that was very interesting, that analogy off of that. And uh, it makes you kind of see where, where we can get off track. So that saying, what you say, what you say is what you do. It's kind of, you're influencing your soul because you impact your soul by the words you speak. So you need to avoid saying things that would impact your soul. Like, I'm fearful. Um, He had the anointing, but he lost it because of it. And that also goes to taking in negativity from other people. What other people say and um, impose on you. Like you can't do it. What are you doing that for? Uh, You know, just the aspect of negativity being planted in your mind to make you doubt. Don't listen to it. Take yourself away from it. Don't accept it into your into your mind so that's created you know so um so that also ties into who you're around if you're around a negative person that isn't going to build you up that isn't going to give you positive influence then you need to get away from them because they're not going to help your soul. They're going to influence your soul. Someone in a bad mood, let them go elsewhere to have their bad mood. Don't have it around me. What do we do when we're raising children? And they're in a bad mood. Well, (laughs) take it elsewhere and act appropriately. 
I know that my son one one time got so frustrated he started hitting the walls. And I, and I stopped him and I said, hey, what are you doing? Take your frustrations into your room with the pillow. If you have to hit something, hit your pillow. And work it out. Then you're not harming anyone or any property. You know, that's part of the process of controlling yourself and your emotions. And children sometimes don't know it. Don't know how to. Why does a two-year-old have tantrums? Because they don't know how to deal with them. They don't know how to deal with what's going on. So, And they want what they want when they want it. So, you know, I remember at that age he hit me right at smack in the face. Because he didn't want to do what I, I said he couldn't do. Well... During that time, he got a nice swat on the butt, you know, for doing that because that was inappropriate. He never did it again, but I think he was quite shocked that I, you know, smacked him on the butt. But he had a diaper on. I think it was just the aspect of what was happening to him that, you know, what? the sound of what comes off the diaper, you know? And that I wasn't going to take it. And um, so, can't do that to a grown adult, but, (laughs) you know, you can say, I'm sorry, I can't be around this. (laughs) You know? We'll talk when you're in a better, better light. Um, or we can talk about it now in a constructive way where you're not angry and spewing all kinds of stuff. You know, that I realize you're angry, but would you like a cup of tea? <laughs> you know? It's kind of like descaling the whole situation. And, uh, and that's what we have to do with our own, our own self, our own soul. We have to des- descale the, the things that sometimes erupt or cause us to have fear because it's the unknown so those scriptures are are good ones to look at when you're going through some stuff because David you know was going through a lot of stuff and he wrote them and um, so I think that's where this um, will be left and just to know that 
when and if I can get back on, it'll be another podcast, but right at this point, I don't know when that's going to be. Um, it might be a rough days ahead here that uh, we won't really know what's what's the ending point um, and how many phases are going to be within it but um, there was an advisory sent out by the FCC that's the Federal Communications that runs everything they put out uh, the enforcement on Friday which was yesterday that every media outlet has to comply with the emergency broadcast system for the nation for the president to be able to address the nation they cannot block him from that or turn it off or anything so they put out this advisory because their vengeance is to take everything away from him but the FCC has put out this alert and enforcement advisory that if anyone's found to not comply with that aspect there's going to be some trouble because uh, they they don't want him to be able to say or do anything and yet he's still our president he doesn't stop being our president until January 20th But he did not concede. He just said there would be a smooth transition. So he's still fighting. So I think we're going to see a lock in the next few days. And I'll leave it at that. So God bless.